What have you learned in the past month? This is going to be a question that I can repeat, I guess, every month or even more frequently. Um, but I think it's a good one to ask yourself uh, on, a, on a regular basis. What am I actually learning right now, perhaps in the past month? My biggest new project has been this podcast uh, and so a lot of my learnings are specific to this and potentially useful if you're thinking about doing a podcast or something else that involves recording your own voice. So here are some learnings about that. First and foremost, uh, my, my biggest learning by far is that playing around with this recording myself, listening to it, publishing it. It's uh, incredibly fun. And I I'm so, so, so happy that I decided to just get started. It's, um, it's really funny how, you know, you, you're born uh, with a voice to and you learn to speak your first words and... and I mean, sounds. Juno, my, my youngest daughter, is seven months, and, and she's making sounds now. Not, not any words, but sounds. And Uma is two and a half and can communicate fluently. Uh, and Noah is four, and he's, he's very fluent in, in his language and using his voice. So it's something we have since, you know, since the beginning of, of our lives. And, um, and yet... It's a, it's it's a it's a tool we have or an ability we have that we don't necessarily think about so much how it works and how we use it and what it sounds like. We're, we're much more used to listening to other people's voice, but we rarely listen to our own voice. I remember also as a child finding it uncomfortable to listen to my own voice because it sounds different when you hear a recording of your actual voice compared to how how your voice sounds uh, you know when it echoes in your own in your own skull so it sounds different but it is so fun and it gives uh, it gives me so much energy to do this so i'm really happy that i started it and i can highly 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 recommend it to to anyone that that use their voice as a yeah really for anyone uh, the the second important learning is the the overall workflow of recording and producing audio and uh, i found it very intimidating because there are so many things you can adjust and change when you are recording audio and i really really had little understanding of what matters and what can you do when you record, what do you need to do uh, after you record, all these things. I, I found it very intimidating. But here's what I've learned in terms of like the, the simple overall structure, workflow, for how at least I am recording and producing audio. So I'm recording outside. So for me, it's essential to have 
a wind screen on my recording device. Wind noise is, is very hard to remove in post-production. So limiting wind noise uh, by just having a really good wind screen on the mic is the first step. The second step is having a recording device that doesn't have what is called auto gain, which means that the microphone is constantly uh, turning up its own volume when you're not speaking and therefore capturing more background noise. So having manual gain on your microphone, there might be an app that allows you to do that on iPhone. The one I tried initially uh, had auto gain, um, but, but there might be one, I just haven't found it. When I switched to the Zoom uh, H2N recorder that I'm using now, it has manual gain, and, and that makes a huge difference. That's the second step, so manual gain. And third, having good headphones to monitor and listen to your own voice as you're recording is the fastest way, I think, to stop saying um, um, and all these, all these artifacts and sounds and uh, unwanted distractions. When I can hear my own voice as I'm recording and I can hear hear it blended with the background noise also, I can make live adjustments to how I talk. And that just that makes a huge, huge, huge difference. So those are the three things when, when recording. Windscreen for outdoors, manual gain, and really good headphones to monitor and listen live as I'm, as I'm recording. Then I was told later in the process that I need to set my, my mic gain relatively low. It's, it's fine when you're recording to have a pretty low recording, even if it sounds the, the, not very loud. Uh, that's something that's easy to adjust later. It's much worse if you have something that's recorded with too much gain and then the audio does something called clipping, which distorts the audio and makes it sound really bad. So I have my, my audio, uh, my mic gain set so that when I'm speaking the loudest, it is peaking at what's called minus 12 dB. So on this recorder, it's, it's somewhere in the middle. Then doing the recording, starting the recorder, giving it a few moments while it's recording as a little pre-roll that I can always chop off later. And then doing the recording and listening to it along the way on the monitor. And when I'm done, again, letting it record a little bit more of the silence or the ambience before I shut it off. That's the workflow. So then the file is on the recording device. In post-production, the workflow for me goes like this. I import the file to my computer, and then I drop it into GarageBand, which is a, I think, either free or very affordable piece of, uh, of software for making music. I put it in there, and on the track, I add two plugins that I've purchased that are uh, additional software, one called Isotope RX, and one called Isotope Ozone. Uh, the, the company is called Isotope, and you can, you can buy the software from them. I use a, a plugin from, from RX called Voice Denoise. So depending on the recording, it can 
remove in an intelligent way some of the background noise so that I get a good blend of ambience and voice. And it doesn't sound like, it doesn't distort the voice too much. So that's the first plugin. And then I have a second plugin from, from Isotope called Ozone. And I use uh, the, the, you could call it the autopilot function. I just let the plugin listen to my recording with something called Mastering Assistant. And then it makes all kinds of intelligent decisions about how to equalize and maximize the sound and basically brings up the volume in an intelligent way without distorting the sound. So all that happens automatically. And then I just listen to it in GarageBand quickly to see if it sounds good. And if it does, I'll export it as an MP3 file that can go into my uh, podcasting platform. So it's a really, really simple and fast setup. Uh, and there are, it, took me, it took me a few weeks to make a lot of mistakes and get a lot of input from people. But, but this seems like a good setup for me. So that's, that's, those are the two main things that I've learned, I think, in the past month. It's exciting to do this. I'm so, so happy that I decided to start. And having a simple understanding and an efficient workflow so that it's, it's about the recording and, and making content and not about production. Thank you for listening.